Today, the time has come to make another tough choice. As much as I love this job, and will always love this city and its residents, I've decided not to seek re-election. This has been the job of a lifetime, but it is not a job for a lifetime. From WBEZ Chicago and the Chicago Tribune, this is 16 Shots, the police shooting of Laquan McDonald. I'm Jen White. Over the last three episodes, we've told you how the city of Chicago spun a narrative about what happened the night Laquan McDonald was killed, how that narrative fell apart, and how the city reacted when it did. One of the people at the center of that story has been Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel. But this morning, to the shock of many, Emanuel announced he would not be running for re-election for a third term. Emanuel made the announcement just one day before the murder trial of Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke. One of the reporters at the mayor's announcement this morning was Becky Vivi. She covers City Hall for WBEZ. Becky, what was the scene like? Well, Jen, this happened in the press conference room on the fifth floor of City Hall. This is the room where Many, many mayors of many decades have held press conferences about a wide variety of things. It was tense. There were people who worked for the mayor lined along the edge of the walls. And at the podium, it was just the mayor and his wife, Amy. And he got choked up talking about his decision not to seek a third term. We've worked together. We have celebrated progress together. And we've grieved together. It was pretty shocking for a lot of the people in the room that he decided not to seek a third term. He's been fundraising a lot. He has by far outspent everyone else who's running. What reason did Mayor Emanuel give for his decision? So he he only really alluded to wanting to spend more time with his family. He talked about his wife, Amy, and how they always joked. He always joked with her. And when they got married, he said he would not run for office. Well, six elections later, he um, has been in office for a long time. And this was sort of their decision to start a new chapter in life. This weekend, he also took his youngest child off to college, and he alluded to being empty nesters now. Well, while the mayor made his announcement, WBEZ's Shannon Heffernan was in court where there was the last pretrial hearing for Jason Van Dyke. News of the mayor's announcement started to spread there. And Shannon, what happened? Well, it was a fairly routine day at the courthouse. They were just wrapping up loose ends before the trial starts. And all the reporters were sitting in the jury box. And um, you could see people start to look down at their phones. And, and like, quite literally, I saw some people's jaws start to drop as they got the news. You could kind of tell who was reading what on their phones as the information came in. And I was looking out towards the spectators. um, And none of them were reacting at all. And there were some activists there today, including Will Calloway. He played a really key role in getting the video released. We've talked about him in some past episodes. And he wasn't reacting at all. And so when um, we were coming out of the courtroom, I grabbed him to ask him about it. So I am with Will Calloway. What's your reaction to the fact that the mayor has announced that he's not going to run for re-election? And it turned out he hadn't seen the news at all. Because everybody but reporters has to leave their cell phones downstairs outside the courtroom. And he just literally stared into space for like 30 seconds, um, looking kind of emotional, and um, then said, no comment. 
Later downstairs in front of a bigger group of reporters, he also said no comment, but he told us, you have to understand that I and other activists have been pushing for this for years. So um, it, it seemed like it was an emotional moment for him. At the same time, the mayor was making his announcement and Judge Gone was holding court. Some of Laquan McDonald's family members were holding their own press conference, speaking after being largely silent over the last few years. I want to thank all of you all for coming out today. The purpose of this press conference is because we've heard a lot of different things from a lot of different people uh, as it pertains to Laquan McDonald and the violent death in which he suffered. People tend to be angry and, and anxious, and so the family wanted to officially say on record that we are people of faith. Reporter Patrick Smith covered the press conference. Patrick, why are they talking to the press now? So the person who led the press conference was uh, Reverend Marvin Hunter. He has spoken to the media before, um, has acted sort of as a family spokesman, and and he called the press conference today to urge peace uh, before, during, and after the trial of Officer Jason Van Dyke. We are conscious that Laquan McDonald represents all of the victims of uh, police violence against citizens in this city and in this county. However, we're asking for complete uh, peace. We don't want any violence before, during, or after this the verdict in this trial. Were Laquan McDonald's mother or sister at the press conference? They were not there. Um, there was no immediate family there. And uh, Pastor Hunter said that he, he did not expect, we should not expect to see Tina Hunter, Laquan's mother, at criminal proceedings or at the trial of Jason Van Dyke. He said that that's why he's sort of acting as the spokesman and sort of managing this media circus for for Laquan's mother. And Pastor Hunter at one point did introduce a family member named Carlisa Hunter, who was Laquan McDonald's great aunt. She put pampers on him. She had to reprimand him and do the best she could to help her mother. uh, So he's referring to Carlisa Hunter. This would be Laquan McDonald's great aunt. Is this someone we've heard from before? She's not someone I've ever talked to or heard from before. To my knowledge, she's never done any other interviews. Um, she is the daughter of Laquan McDonald's great-grandma, uh, the one that he lived with for a while. And she said that she actually lived in the house with him for, for a long time. Uh, and I asked her what she remembered about McDonald. Goofy. <laughs> um, like surprises, love surprises. What, um, I remember one time on my mom's birthday, he uh, come out with a cake. And we didn't even know he even brought the cake. And she was so, so happy and so surprised. And all he kept saying, this is my grandmama's birthday. This is my grandmama's birthday. And she, it's just like she was just so overwhelmed to where she just couldn't stop hugging him, kissing him on his cheek, telling him how much she loved him. And it was just, he was really just the life of the house. You know, very, very joyful. Always was positive. Always kept a positive attitude, no matter what, no matter what came his way. He always kept a positive attitude. And Carlisa Hunter, uh, Laquan McDonald's great aunt, she also talked about Jason Van Dyke, the Chicago police officer who killed Laquan McDonald. Specifically, she talked about something that, that he said in his interview with us in the Tribune, which was that he was praying for the family of Laquan McDonald. I do pray for Mr. Van Dyke family. Because we all do need prayer. That's true. I really do pray for his family. Just like I hope he said he prayed for our family. He did say that on the news. 
And I do believe him. Maybe no one else do, but I do believe him. So I mentioned this family press conference was going on at the same time that Mayor Emanuel was announcing he was not running for re-election. Did that news make it into Pastor Hunter's church? It did. There was a similar moment to what Shannon was talking about in court where you could see different reporters get the news and, and sort of learn about this and respond to it. And then at one point, one of the reporters there asked Pastor Hunter if he had any comment on the fact that, that Mayor Emanuel was not going to run for re-election. Not at this time. So a similar response to what we saw from activist Will Calloway, it sounds like he's speechless. Yeah, exactly. He said he needed more time to, to collect his thoughts before he wanted to comment on it. Um, and then, you know, the press conference was over and I was about to leave. But then right before I left, uh, Reverend Hunter said, he, I guess he had taken the time he needed and he was ready to say something about it. We're in a church. I'm a pastor. And I'm thinking of a story, a fellow by the name of David. He had gotten uh, one of his chief army guy's wife pregnant and God was displeased with what he had done. David received his punishment not because he got the woman pregnant, he received the punishment because of the cover-up. It was the cover-up that was the problem in David's life. And maybe it's the cover-up that's the problem in the administration of the city of Chicago. So, Becky, I want to come back to you here. What do you make of the fact that Mayor Emanuel made this announcement and that it's coming just one day before Jason Van Dyke's trial? Well, I think the timing is interesting. The Laquan McDonald trial was going to be one of the top issues, if not the top issue, of the race for mayor in 2019. And if Emanuel was going to stay in this race, he would be weathering a storm, a storm from all of his critics and all of his challengers. There are 11 people who wanted to challenge the mayor, three of whom had direct ties to this trial. You had former police superintendent Gary McCarthy. You have former police board president Lori Lightfoot. And you have an activist, Jamal Green, who was very much a part of all of the protests that erupted in the wake of this video being released. And we should mention that Gary McCarthy was the police superintendent at the time of Laquan McDonald shooting, and he was fired by Rahm Emanuel in the wake of that scandal. Exactly. So this was going to be something he was going to have to confront head on if he was going to stay in this race. I mean, it seems to me that that the mayor is really caught, regardless of how this trial turns out. On one hand, you have police officers. And if Jason Van Dyke is found guilty, he will be facing backlash from them. He already is. On the other hand, you have members of the black community and activists who are saying that Rahm Emanuel has enabled an abusive police force. And so if Van Dyke is acquitted, he faces backlash there. It it, it seems the needle for him to thread in winning this mayoral election was already pretty slim. On this issue, absolutely. I think that you could see when the video got released, his approval ratings in the black community plummeted. Um, In 2015, he was taken into a runoff. At the time, The issue was really the closing of public schools, and he narrowly won re-election with the support of the black community. I think it was 56 percent of black Chicagoans elected him in in the runoff in 2015. That plummeted after this video came out. And so on this issue, yes, the the thread through the needle was very narrow You know, when we look at Rahm Emanuel's policy agenda, especially where it concerns public safety, 
you know, where are we left with that? With him making this announcement today, where does that leave that agenda? That's one of the questions that I have. In particular, I am wondering what is going to happen to the potential federal consent decree that's currently being negotiated with the Office of the Attorney General. And we don't even know who our next attorney general is going to be with Lisa Madigan not running for reelection also. So we've potentially got federal court oversight about to land in this city. And the two people who were in charge of negotiating that aren't going to be around for its implementation or its execution. That was WBEZ City Hall reporter Becky Vivi. And thank you to her and reporters Shannon Heffernan and Patrick Smith. Now, tomorrow, the murder trial of Jason Van Dyke begins. We'll be there and we'll bring you a preview of the trial and its key players. That's next time on 16 Shots, the police shooting of Laquan McDonald. Now, more than ever, facts matter. That's why the journalists at the Chicago Tribune are committed to quality journalism, relentlessly pursuing the truth and providing you with the stories that impact your community as well as your daily life. Get fact-based journalism and support the future of investigative reporting like 16 Shots by subscribing to the Chicago Tribune today. Visit chicagotribune.com slash 16 shots for a special subscription offer just for listeners of this podcast.